Good evening. And as always, I <clears throat> just want to thank you for uh, watching, whether you are watching tonight or um, at a later time. I really do appreciate the fact that you take time out each night to watch these. I, I pray that the Lord will use them to encourage you, to strengthen you, and to help you in your walk with the Lord. Um, Judges chapter 11 has been very interesting so far. We see how Jephthah, who was born to a harlot, came from a difficult situation, um, uh, not the right circumstances, but yet God used him regardless of his past. And we saw how that can give us as Christians great hope. Then we looked last night at how our actions have consequences many years down the road. And we have to be very careful that our actions have positive consequences not negative. But tonight, I think, in my opinion, this is the saddest section of the Old Testament. The saddest section of the Old Testament. And if I was titling tonight's message to you, it would be the danger of our words. The danger of our words. You see, Jephthah, who had taken the children of Israel, led them into battle, um, makes a terrible mistake with his words. And I want to read it to you in verse 29. In verse 30, excuse me. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver the people of Ammon into my hands... Then it will be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the people of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up as a burnt offering. Jephthah says, God, if you'll give me the victory, whatever comes out of my house, I will sacrifice to you. Now, there is nothing wrong with this statement, per se. But God didn't tell him to say that. God didn't tell him to make that vow. Jephthah, on the way to battle, which God was leading him to, decides that he is not confident enough with God that he tries to add an extra blessing. Have you ever done that in your life? Lord, if you'll get me out of this jam, I'll never overeat again. Lord, if if you'll give my test results back to come back negative, I'll never eat another milkshake again. Or, Lord, if you'll get me out of this situation, I'll never use a swear word again. I think we've all been that. We've all been there. We've tried to make a deal with God that is dependent upon us. Friends, I want you to know something. That tonight, your words should be used carefully. You see, if you make a commitment like that to God, He expects us to honor it. 
He doesn't force us to do that. The Bible says, just let your yes be yes and no be no. And so, God, I'm going to come to church when the doors are open. That's all you have to say. Lord, I'm going to read my Bible. That's all you have to say. Let your yes be yes and no be no. Jesus in the New Testament said, don't swear by the hairs on your head or by your life because you can't control any of that. And this is an example of how, if we're not careful, our desire to win a victory at all cost costs us everything. You see, Jephthah says, whatever comes out of my house, Lord, I'm going to offer it to you as a sacrifice. And listen to the heartbreak of verse 34. When Jephthah came to his house at Mibthah, there was his daughter coming out to meet him with timbrels and dancing. She was his only child. Beside her, he had neither son nor daughter. And when it came to pass, when he saw her, that he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low. You are among those who trouble me, for I have given my word to the Lord and cannot go back on it. You see, I'm sure Jephthah probably thought in this day and time that there would be a goat or a sheep or something running around his house, and that is what he would sacrifice. But what comes out of his house is his daughter. Now, you might be saying, Jake, why did God not intervene like he did with Abraham and Isaac? You see, God told Abraham to take Isaac up on that mountain because he knew he had a substitute waiting. God did not tell Jephthah to make this choice. It's kind of like this. When a person gets in a vehicle, drunk, and hits someone, the question is always, God, why did you not stop that? You see, friends, our sin gets us into the messes that we're in. And Jephthah, not trusting God to win the battle, made a vow that he could not keep. A vow that God never said he wanted or never told him to complete. You see, the heartbreak of this is that there's a whole lot of referencing God. There's a whole lot of wanting to please God. But it never says that God wanted this. And friends, in your life and in mine, our words can get us into situations that God never wanted us to be in. Our tongue can break relationships that God never intended to be broken. But yet our sin and arrogance gets there. Now, the Bible does not speak anything to the contrary other than at that time, he did what he said he would. Now, some people believe that he let her live and she stayed a virgin her whole life. I don't think that's a good um, reading of the text. It's much more politically correct. But I believe this man had to do that. But I don't believe he had to according to God. You see, I want to leave you with this word tonight. I believe the reason that he followed through was not because he wanted to please God, 
he was afraid of losing God as his fighting companion. You see, in this day and age, he would have genuinely believed that I made this commitment is why God won the battle for us. But friends, we know that God doesn't win the battle because of us. God wins the battle for his own glory. And all Jephthah had to do was just fight the battle. Win the battle with the Lord's help and go home and have a victory party with his family. But his arrogance, his being led astray, ended up costing him what the most. Now, why didn't God? He'd just spare him. Well, he had given this vow in front of his army, his soldiers. And I believe his reputation of wanting to win battle and to please other people caused him to do the unthinkable. And friends, tonight in your life and in mine, those things cost us greatly too. Wanting to be well thought of, wanting to be blessed. Sometimes we'll give up all of our integrity, relationships that we've had for years to just get ahead. And so tonight I want to challenge you to use your words cautiously. And what Jephthah should have done is just repented and say, God, I made that vow and I shouldn't have. Forgive me, but I'm not going to commit another sin to cover up my first sin. But he didn't do that. And tonight in your life and in mine, if you continue to try to sin to cover up the sin that you've already done, it'll never work. It'll always continue to destroy. But if you'll ask for forgiveness, come to Jesus. He will forgive you. He'll forgive you and you will not continue to have sin destroy your life. So as always, I pray that God will bless you, be with you, and if there's anything I can do for you, may God richly bless you.